Episode 32 starts now. Welcome to ShareMo EDU. We are a team of two Missouri lead learners sharing stories across the state and beyond through the lens of education. I'm Dr. Renee Hawkins, principal at Maple Elementary School in Smithville, Missouri. And I'm Dr. Eric Carlin, elementary assistant principal at Maple Elementary in Smithville, Missouri. This week, we are joined by an elementary principal from Independence, Missouri. Bobby McCutcheon is the proud principal at Randall Elementary. Genius Hour advocate, blogger, frequent con contributor on Twitter, and an avid Mizzou fan. Bobby brings joy to his students and staff each day. We look forward to talking with you more today, Bobby. Welcome. Thank you. Good morning to both of you. Good morning. Good morning. Well, Bobby, help us, to, uh, our audience, to get to know you and just tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, sure. So this is, I think you're 14 in public education for me, and this is my fourth year here at Randall. And I became an elementary principal in sort of a roundabout way. I was a middle and high school teacher, social studies teacher, and I was a uh, middle school and high school assistant principal and athletic director. And so somehow my career uh, found itself here in an elementary building, and it has been the absolute best move of, of my career. I absolutely love it. And really couldn't imagine working in a different setting. It's been absolutely fantastic. So um, we're a smaller building in Northeast Independence. We have around 250 kids or so, give or take, uh, pre-K through five. And uh, it's just, it's been a great experience. I love working with the kids and we have a phenomenal faculty and and a lot of support here at Central Office. So we're uh, we're up and running, it's it's good. This is about week three or so of school for us. And so we're, uh, we're in full school mode at this point, so. We'll be there soon. <laughs> yes. Day two for us, thanks to renovations, but it's an exciting right. time. Okay, Bobby, you have a few different hashtags for education. What do they mean to you and how do you honor these hashtags? Yeah, sure, so Genius Hour is one of the most important things that we do. Um, and it's something that has evolved over the last three or four years here at Randall when we initially started, it was something that we incorporated into kind of a Friday afternoon intervention block. And so we were doing that with all of our third, fourth and fifth graders. And um, as it's kind of evolved last year, we did it uh, primarily as an after school club. And that's going to be kind of the continuation of that this year. But that's something that's uh, really important to me and important to the to the teachers here in the school that we're giving kids choice in what they're doing allowing them and really helping them identify their passions and then helping them explore their passions. And that's something that we don't always do a very good job of as educators. We're really great about teaching reading and writing and math, but a lot of times kids leave our buildings without having an idea of what they really truly love to do, what really inspires them. And uh, to me, that's, that's a, a boat that we're missing as educators. So it's something that's very important to me. We've had some really cool projects come out of it. So, so that's certainly one hashtag that we uh, I support. Um, we use the kids deserve it hashtag too. That's something that's that's uh, just very valuable and important to me as an educator and us as a building as well. So that really sprung out of our book study that we did with um, uh, the kids deserve it book this summer. We, we did a Twitter chat that was really uh, popular with our staff members and I had the chance, we had the chance as a staff to, to eat dinner with Adam Welcome uh, back at the beginning of August. And I told him, I have never seen my faculty and staff so motivated and ready for the school year as they were this year. And that was in large part due to kids deserve it. And we kind of stole the hashtag and modified it and we're the Randall Bears. And so we, we say bears deserve it. 
that's kind of been our mantra as we've started the school year and as we've gone on. But um, it's something that's, uh, again, just, you know, when, when we were doing back to school PD, I asked that question to teachers. We say bears deserve it. Kids deserve it. What do they deserve? And so we talked about those things. And then if we say these are things that kids deserve, then how do we make sure that we're meeting those goals every day with our kids? And so that's sort of something that helps drive us here in the building. It's been fantastic. Awesome. And I know you have a new Twitter chat that's kind of going, uh, 20 strong chat, just for my yeah. reference, because I still don't know, what is the what is the 20 strong chat um, referred to? Yeah, so how this kind of came about, we were chatting after, is after our law conference that we have to go to every year. And so a couple of principals and myself were standing around chatting and we had had this great connection during our, our annual leadership retreat where we were able to kind of talk with each other. So we thought, what's a great way, what's a way we can continue that conversation throughout the school year? And so, you know, we had talked about, we had this great chat throughout the summer with our book study. Maybe we explore doing a, a district-wide chat. And so a colleague and, and I kind of put this chat together. And so we have 19 elementary buildings and okay. independence, soon to be 20. So our 20th one is opening next year, where, which is where the 20 strong came from. Cool. And uh, it's something we do every two or three weeks. And it has really taken off. I've just been, it's been super exciting to see that grow each time we've done that. Uh, we've had guest moderators. Um, you know, we kind of leave the topics open to whatever is timely for that time of school year. So our first one, we kind of focus on back to school goals and some of those things. Um, we're we're going to have a self-care chat coming up here that one of our school psychs is going to lead here in October. Um, we've got one coming up on the 13th here. Um, so it's just been exciting. And really, our goal is to have participation from every elementary building in the district and anyone else that wants to participate. So it's been fantastic. We have gotten nothing but positive feedback um, from people in the in the district and uh, in the community. So it's been really, it's been a great way to connect each other with cool. each other. So, yeah. I think it's so cool when, when schools do that or you do your own book study, but using like the Twitter chat format and it just kind of shows, gives a easy way for people to join in if they don't usually join in on Twitter and then they could explore other chats throughout the week as they get more comfortable. So. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, share a message from a book that you've read recently that will cause our listeners to take action. Yeah, absolutely. Let me think. You know, my summer book study was Kids Deserve It. We I read uh, Lead Like a Pirate before that, uh, which was really kind of the message that I try to bring to the school building every day. And really, that's enthusiasm and passion. And I think that's pretty clear uh, when you're reading that book uh, with Beth and Shelley. They just bring that type of passion and love for their kids every single day to school. And so it's something that we try to do. I greet kids every day down at the, the walker door when we have kids coming in. Our teachers share that enthusiasm with their students when they come into the door. I always kind of think in my mind, like a kid walking into our building probably gets greeted by no less than five or six, maybe seven adults before they get to their classroom. And so to me, that's a terrific way to start every single school. Day. And so really probably lead like a pirate was really influential on just getting me in a positive mindset for this school year. Um, last year, I felt like we we needed a little bit of enthusiasm, a kind of an enthusiasm bump coming into the school year. And so that really motivated me. It's easy, as you guys know, to throughout the school year, you get burned out, you get worn out, you get tired. 
it's uh, it can be a long uh, it can be a long school year. And so for me, that was super motivational just to read that, to come back and um, bring some of that enthusiasm to the building. So it's been a great uh, motivator for me. Awesome. Enthusiasm bump. I love that. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's all yours. <laughs> all right. OK, <laughs> um, reflect on these statements right now. One thing that is going well for me is and I want to grow by. Yeah, absolutely. So we set several new building initiatives this year and I really wanted to make sure my weakness and I'm saying this to everybody here is sometimes we have great ideas, but making sure that we really follow through and commit to those ideas and see them all the way through has been difficult. So one thing we did was John Gordon talks about like one word, you choose one word that will define your school year. And so for me, it was finish. So making sure that I'm finishing what I'm starting. So I think that's the one thing that is, we're only three weeks in, so I haven't finished anything yet, but I feel like we're well on our way to supporting, um, supporting those new initiatives within our building and just really making sure that we have a goal, we know where we want to be, and then making sure we're doing the things necessary to get there, taking the steps necessary to get there. So I feel like that has gone um, really well here at the outset. And then your second part was something I want to grow in. Yes. Yeah, so for me, this has been for four years now, this has kind of been my professional goal is because my background is secondary, I always want to make sure that I'm continuing to familiarize myself with elementary curriculum and, and doing the best I can to be the instructional leader in this building. Um, you know, sometimes it is difficult to find time to do that. And that really is the most important part of our job. But you wind up chasing your tail some days, whether it's with discipline or parents or just the administrative piece of being a principal. And so I always hope to uh, continue to grow as a curriculum leader and the instructional leader in the building. Great goal. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> what three words would you use to describe the person who has made the greatest impact on your life? And why do those words come to mind? Wow. So greatest impact on my life. I mean, family, my wife, my parents, for sure. Probably the words that come to mind with with all three of you know my mom and dad, my wife, my kids, or they're supportive. Um, everything I've wanted to do and pursue, um, they've all been very supportive of me. My wife, in particular, um, whether it's meant <clears throat> having to move from uh, you know a town or a community, she's you know left a job you know before for me to to pursue my career, and so that's always been terrific. Uh, so she's always been supportive. Um, Three words, okay, so supportive, loving. I mean, that certainly is a definitely a word. You know, I, I think that we talk about the need to, to love our kids and to support them. And we need that as adults and as administrators and as teachers as well. And so that's super important as well. Um, and understanding, I guess. Those, all, those three words all kind of go together, but I think that's, that's all very true is, um, it, it sometimes takes a leap of faith to say, hey, I need you to trust. This is what I want to do. This is where we're going. This is kind of my vision for something. And I just need your support, your understanding, and just sometimes to be able to say, I trust that you know what you're doing, even though I, it may seem crazy sometimes. Um, so I think those are all characteristics that we all look for and mentors and, and, and family members and other supports, uh, support structures that we have in our lives. So for sure, I think those three things. Well, in addition to that question, what's been a game-changing moment for you in the field of education? 
Yeah, so I, I touched on it earlier, but making the leap from secondary to elementary was absolutely game changing for me. Um, you know, I, I loved social studies and history. It's one of the reasons I wanted to become a teacher. I loved working with kids as well. So the, the it just made sense as a career. And I, I really loved that. And at the time, never would have thought about working with elementary kids. But having the opportunity to work in an elementary building has been absolutely career changing and game changing for me. And it really has been the right fit for me. And I just love the kids. It took some time to get used to the hugs, right? <laughs> you know, you don't get those when you're teaching freshmen and sophomores, but uh, you know, you get them every day when you're working with kindergartners and first graders. So um, I love the hugs. I, I just, you know, love their, their enthusiasm for school. And it's it's been really game changing for me coming into this coming into the elementary world. So and I love it. They are the best hugs. Yeah, they are the best hugs. Even when you get the you know snotty noses wiped <laughs> on you, and you know that's okay. It's just part of the job. So right, you know, starting school three weeks late for us has been hard, and our building yeah. not being full of kids when everybody else has started has been really hard. So we were excited Absolutely. to get our kids back yesterday. Yeah, I bet that's terrific. Okay, if your cup is not full, you cannot fill the cup of others. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> Take me a minute. I haven't had any of this yet. <laughs> how, do you caffeine <laughs> uh, how do you promote self-care? you got uh, a large family. You are an elementary principal. You're staying busy on Twitter. How, how do you take yeah. care of yourself, or how do you help take care of your staff? Yeah, absolutely. For myself, I try to get to the gym three or four times a week, and this was really a, something about four years ago that I just made kind of a, a life decision to say it's time to get myself back into shape. You know, I was athletic in high school and played sports and those things. And when you're busy with your career and family, that sometimes gets put to the wayside. And so I just made that decision. I'm going to dedicate myself to getting to the gym and eating healthier and getting myself back into shape. And that has really been um, kind of my refuge over these last several years. You know, go spend the 45 minutes or the hour in the gym. Sometimes it's super late at night. Sometimes it's early in the morning, but I just try to make it a priority. And self-care is something that we certainly preach here in our building as well. And I'll give you a really great example. So um, we're a small building. I, I just feel like everybody is, we really are a family and we try to embody what it means to be a family here. But here's a great example. My, um, my PE coach has started doing after school adult PE classes with our faculty and staff. And so when she mentioned it to me initially, I was kind of skeptical that we would have anyone participate, but they did their second one yesterday and probably a good 10 or 12 teachers participated and they are having an absolute blast. So they get in their gym clothes, they go to the gym, she takes them through a PE class, they do warm-ups, they have a game, sometimes they play a game that primary students will play, sometimes it's a game that the older students will play, but uh, kind of fosters a little bit of competitiveness with the teachers. But uh, it's a lot of fun. So um, I think in this, you know, in our building, I know in particular, teachers have found a lot of support amongst their colleagues. And that's one thing I love about uh, working here is that I don't care if you're a kindergarten or first grade teacher. I think everyone feels comfortable going to anyone in this building, whether it's for, uh, you know, they need support or they're having issues or they're struggling or if it's for praise, everyone is super supportive of each other. And to me, that's that's the one of the greatest components of self-care is having somebody that you can talk to, a shoulder to cry on, um, you know, somebody to share in those praises with you and successes. And and so that's something that uh, I think we do really well here. That's great. 
I, I always laugh. You know, you see them playing games or kids or kindergartners are running yeah. around. And after five minutes of running and playing whatever game, I am like winded. So it, it's, it's funny <laughs> right. how a primary uh, elementary game can even be great for adults. That's fine. Absolutely. <laughs> We're all kids at heart, you know. Yeah. As we work this month to build relationships with students, teachers, and colleagues, we are promoting hashtag Seek Your Squad September. So who is in your squad and how are you collaborating with them this month? Yeah, absolutely. So I've got really 20 great colleagues plus here in the independent school district that we connect with. Um, I'll give a shout out to my assistant superintendent, Dr. Janet Richard. She is just super supportive. Um, I know that she deals with a lot. I could not imagine dealing with right now 19 elementary buildings and everything that comes with doing that, but she is fantastically supportive and of, of me professionally, of this building and of our teachers. Um, we had a great Zoom meeting yesterday with her. We're kind of divided into these work groups. And so we were able to meet as a work group team um, over a Zoom meeting with her. And so she's always provides fantastic support. I have some terrific colleagues in this district as well. Um, Joe Arman is a good friend of mine who's my kid's principal, and he's a great uh, colleague to work with. Kevin Lathrum, who also has, uh, he's a principal at Three Trails Elementary. He, he also has underwent sort of that shift from middle to elementary. So we've kind of shared that journey together. And so uh, he's a great support. Sarah Brown is uh, the principal over at Mallinson Elementary, and her and I connect. Uh, we do the 20 Strong chat together. So she's been a great uh, proponent of, of kind of pushing all of us in the district to really connect with each other, whether it's through Twitter, Voxer, or, or, or other uh, technology apps like that. It's just been a great uh, way to do that. So um, those are some people that are certainly really influential here in the district for me personally, and you know, probably countless uh, number of other people that uh, support and have influenced my career and just support this building throughout uh, every single day. So it's important to have that network of, of colleagues that you can rely on and count on to uh, uh, to visit with, chat with, bounce ideas off of. So uh, those are kind of the, the my squad, my crew of people. So. Awesome. All right. We've come to the moment in this interview where it's time to share your fast five. We're going to fire five questions at you and we want you to answer with the first thought that comes to mind. Okay. All right. <sighs> Renee, fire away. Question one. What was your first job? I was a lifeguard. So working in the, the summer, I was a lifeguard. Probably pretty typical. So, <laughs> have you ever met anyone famous? Um, I, I kind of did some uh, politics stuff when I was in college. So I shook George W. Bush's hand one time. He came to Columbia in 2000 for a rally, and I somehow shook his hand. I'm not even sure how that happened, but about the most famous person I've met. If you could pick a skill to learn in an instant, what would it be? Oh, I'd love to learn another language. Um, Spanish, in particular, would be helpful. Uh, I've tried. I took a lot in college, but I don't remember any of it, sadly. So I, that would probably be the skill. Okay. Who is one person from your squad specifically you want to listen into this episode? Um, let's say uh, Kevin Lathrum. I'd love to get that guy on here listening. We have kind of this attendance battle going on, and I like to rub it in that our attendance has been a little bit better the last couple of days. And I know this is going to irritate him if he sees that. <laughs> so he definitely needs to watch now. <laughs> And what is your least favorite fruit? Oh, my least favorite fruit. I like all fruit, really. Um, 
Ah, uh, gosh, um, pears, they're a little bit gritty sometimes, and that kind of gives me the willies, I guess. But so, I mean, I'm not hating on pears. I really, they're okay, but that's probably my least favorite. So, okay. <laughs> well, Bobby, thank you so much. We've really enjoyed uh, learning about what drives you, the awesome things happening at Randall and in the independent school district. Is there any closing statements or anything you'd like to share with our listeners before we close out? Yeah, I just would encourage everybody, you know, get connected on Twitter and and you should be following, you know, people in Missouri as well. I, I think this is terrific that you guys do this and you're just right up the road from us. And and we have a lot, you know, there's there's so many great ideas in education out there. And sometimes we don't connect the dots with each other. And there's a lot of easy ways to do that now with technology. So make sure you're getting out there um, and, and developing that network of, of support professionally. So. All right. You can do it. Great. Thank you, Bobby. Thank, thank you guys very much. Have an awesome second day of school. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Tune in next week to learn more. Right. As we share, Mo, Edu. Thank you. Bye. Thank you.